So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Secrets or Podcast, whichever whichever one I've been using. I've been going back and forth on this one, um, not on purpose, but I think because I just lost. Um, so Facility Management Marketing Secrets, Facility Management Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Javier Lozano Jr. And so thanks again for to tuning in again. So this episode uh, is going to be diving into running paid ads on social media. So if you listen to my previous episode, I told I told um, the strategy about hook story offer. So I'm gonna be referencing that slightly in this episode. So if you have not listened to the hook story offer, please go back into that. If you skipped hook story offer and you just started using this one and you don't know why you should be running paid ads, go back another episode and listen to that episode. I don't even know what it's titled, but listen to the episode that talks about why you should be running paid ads, okay? now. Today, we're gonna to be talking about how to run paid social correctly, how to run paid ads on social media correctly. And so a lot of companies, uh, a lot of facility management companies are doing this incorrectly or they're not even doing it at all. Okay, so if you're not doing it at all, go back a couple episodes, listen to that, figure out why you should be doing it and then come back to here on how to do it correctly, okay? And, um, but running paid ads on social media, it works. If you're like, well, my facility managers are not on social media, they're not on Facebook, um, Facebook has about a quarter of the population using their platform. There's nearly, or if not, there's 8 billion people on this planet. I would say, and I, I know this for a fact, um, it's roughly 2 billion people that are using Facebook on a either daily basis or a monthly basis. Whatever the case is, that's a lot of flipping people, okay? And, and then the flip side of it is then you get LinkedIn, which is more of the professional network. Your facility managers are on there. Okay, they may not be active, they may not be, you know, they may not be commenting a whole bunch of stuff, but they're on there. You need to be running ads. You just need to find the right hook story offer to get them to hook onto what you're trying to say, the right story that gets them to, to be intrigued, the right offer that gets them to move forward. Okay. So, you know, the first thing that you want to do when you're creating a, a an ad is you want to figure out what the objective of the ad is, all right? So you want to create a goal for the ad, the goal or the objective, all right? Every ad platform is going to have, you know, it's going to be structured a little bit differently what the ad objective is, but it's usually that first layer. So like for Facebook, um, the ad ad objective is, is going to be on what we call the campaign level. And, in, and so there's different ones. There's like what they call is more of like awareness, okay? That's more of like just kind of getting your name out there. And then there's going to be like consideration. And then there's going to be like um, what they call is um, ready to buy or conversion. Okay, so you know, I kind of broke it up here. Um, that's, you know, um, that first level, that awareness level is actually good to run um, to kind of just kind of get your eye, just keep, get people to see you, you know. And you can do that with like just, you know, running different ads that have images or videos that tell a quick little story. That It's just like, you know, it's like, it's like flyers. If you have flyers that you're just passing on to people, it's the same thing. If you're at a trade show and you give people a flyer, that's basically a brand awareness ad. It's just an awareness ad. And you're like, well, no, it's, 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 I'm trying to sell them. Trust me, that flyer is not going to sell them. Okay. Someone's not going to look at that flyer and be like, I'm going to sign a big contract with this company because of the flyer. 
That's not the reason, okay? Now, the next level is consideration. That's gonna be what we call like traffic ads. You know, people that, that, you know, where the ad drives traffic to your landing page. And, you know, your landing page shouldn't be your homepage, but it just drives traffic. These people are more are more likely considering your business versus not. So they're kind of like, yeah, I am looking for this kind of service. Uh, I'm still looking, but I'm, I'm, but I'm interested. It's like you shopping for a car, okay? You know, when you're shopping for a car, I'm considering buying a car. I'm interested in buying a car. I'm not going to probably buy a car today, but I'm in the market at the moment. That's a consideration ad. Okay. And then, so the last part is going to be a conversion ad. Okay. A conversion ad is going to be really, it's like targeting those folks that are like, I'm ready to buy. Okay. I've already seen the different companies out there. I've gotten all the flyers and then I did my research. And so now I'm in the market to buy. Um, And so I'm kind of considering it. I'm in the market, but I'm ready. And then, you know, now that I've got all my data, I'm ready to buy. And so those are the three structures, the three areas. And, and so each, each column, each bucket, um, like, each, like each awareness type ads, each consideration type ads, and each conversion type ads, they have different kind of elements to them. So like brand awareness ads could be like, you know, based on reach or can be, be based on like literally brand awareness. Consideration ads can be like video ads. They can be um, what we call like lead form ads traffic ads, that sort of stuff. So understand that each one has, you know, different purpose. And so everyone's going like, well, I'm clearly going to be going after the conversion ad because I want them to buy. Well, that sometimes isn't always the best way to do it. Sometimes what you need to do is you need to warm up your audience. You need to, you know, approach this whole thing like carpet bombing them, where you have a whole bunch of information out there about your company. You know, maybe you're running a whole bunch of awareness ads. And then from there, you're running a whole bunch of consideration ads um, where it's like driving traffic to the website. So like the first ad is just, hey, look at me. Look at me, look at me. And they don't click on your, they don't necessarily click on your ad. They don't necessarily click on the link to go to your website. They just see you. They see your brand. They see your stuff. And it's like, hey, look at me, look at me. And then you run traffic ads that sends people to, say, like a blog or sends people to a certain you know landing page or something like that. And, and then it's like, ah, this is interesting. Huh, these guys are pretty smart. And then you start running conversion ads. Like, okay, now I can start targeting those people that are really ready to buy. That's how you structure that, okay? When you're writing these ads, the, the way you want to write the ads is hook story offer. And if you're like, I don't know what that is, Javier, go back to the previous episode. I don't have time. I mean, we're already six minutes into this. Um, and so, okay, cool. I have, so if you're listening to this, I have to do some elf in a shelf stuff for my, for my kids. My wife just texted me. I was just reading a message. So my apologies. So I'll do that after this episode. So if, if you're like elf on the shelf, yeah, it's December. <laughs> okay, so um, you, you got to, you know, write your ads in a hook story offer. Okay, a hook meaning like you have to have different types of really catchy headlines, catchy images, catchy two or three sentences before they click on the see more, like things that hook them to want to learn more. And you're going to need to have a story in there, a story that someone can relate to. Um, maybe it's a video that you're telling a story. Maybe it's in the copy that you're telling a story, but something that someone be like, ah, oh, I get you, you get me, you understand me. And then you have an offer in there. All right. Maybe it's, hey, download this PDF training to teach you, you know, the seven best ways on how to manage your facility. Like something like that. But it has to be an offer that is like, this is really good. Or or get this ebook that no one else can get. And you all you get, it's free, and all you gotta do is pay for shipping. Okay. And the ebook, you know, retails for $24.95, but you pay for shipping for just 10 bucks and that's it. Like it's it's stuff like that. And so once you create the hook story offer, 
then you know you, you, you kind of have this like, okay, I've got a game plan of what I'm trying to do, okay? And so then now you get to start figuring out what kind of platform are you gonna be running these ads on? Okay, so I mean, like at the beginning, I talked about what's the goal of the ad, what's the goal? And so any platform is gonna be structured around those, the verbiage may be different, but they're gonna be structured around the same kind of concept, okay? Whether it's on Google ads, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, whatever that is. All right, so now platform. Where is your future customer, your future buyers, where are they hanging out? Are they on LinkedIn? Probably. Are they on Facebook? Probably. Are they on TikTok? I have no clue. I'm gonna say probably yes, but I don't know, okay? But what we can understand is that the demographic is a little different for the facility managers, okay? We'll go over demos later. But figure out what platform you're gonna be running ads. Now, if you're like, well, I wanna do, I wanna run ads on all the platforms. Okay, that's cool, that's gonna be expensive. I suggest focusing on one platform, one platform only, and get good at it. Figure it out because then the concepts will be the same on another platform. Facebook ads are gonna be cheaper. Facebook ads uh, are gonna be cheaper on a lot of things compared to LinkedIn ads. And I've done this, cross-tested it, um, but if you're willing to pay more money on LinkedIn, it could work. Google ads, it depends. Um, that could be almost like in the middle between LinkedIn and Facebook is kind of what I've experienced, okay? So once you figure out you know what platform they're on, uh, then you have to understand that whenever you create these ads, your first ad is gonna suck. The first iteration of the ad is gonna be horrible and you're gonna be like, you're gonna be effing pissed off. You're like, what the hell, man? You know, this didn't work. You gotta have very, you have different iterations of the ads. So like, I'm, like today, I was working on an ad um, for this new campaign that we're running. And the first iteration of the ads did pretty well. The second iteration of the ads, they haven't launched yet. The goal is to launch it tomorrow or Friday, if not by Monday next week. Um, so that's the goal of, of this, this new ad. And the best way I can explain this is, is that um, we're testing it and we're creating variations. So I created, uh, I think, three different headlines for this particular ad two long copy um, sales copy or ad copy in the ad and then two short copy in the ad. And you're like, what do you mean? Long copy meaning like it's, 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 it's a longer story within the ad and then short copy meaning it's a shorter story within the ad, like short. So people can like kind of briefly like, oh, 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 I got it and they click, okay? And then we're having them compete. We're having those ads compete with each other and we're, we're split testing, we're saying, okay, Let's see how these ads compete. And so what we do too is we do images and videos and they compete as well too. So this is how I'm, I'm gonna explain this. Don't do one ad with an image that has long copy and then another ad that has video and has short copy. That's not true A-B split, A-B testing, okay? So the way you would do it is you have one ad with, a, with an image, long copy, one ad with a video, long copy or one ad with an image, short copy, one ad with a video, short copy, or one ad with short copy and headline one, one ad with an image, short copy, headline two. Do you see what I'm saying? So you're, you're, and you're like, this is really confusing. I know. What's really cool is that there's, like Facebook does this. I don't remember if LinkedIn does this. I haven't dove, dove into LinkedIn at too recently, it could have changed some things. I have to go back and look at it again. But LinkedIn, um, I'm sorry, but, link, but Facebook, 
you can do split testing within the ads and Facebook will figure out which ones are performing and they'll deliver the ones that are better. So you can put like up to five different options for headlines, up to five different options for um, sales copy or ad copy. And, and that's really cool. Uh, and so you want to split test. You want to create variation for your ads so that your ads are doing are well. You can, you can say, hey, this style of ad does better. Like the ads that we were running before, uh, it was a video, it was a video ad and it was a female in the video ad that was doing well. And the conclusion was, is like, well, more men are attracted to this female and that's why they're clicking through. I'm like, well, I could care less how or what or why they're clicking. And they were clicking through for the short video or sorry, the short copy versus the long copy. So then we started eliminating other ads and, and we created 18 different ads for this. You're like 18, yes, 18 different ads to see which one would perform. And it came down to two. And we didn't spend a ton of money. I think we spent a couple hundred bucks to kind of come down to that conclusion. Okay, and we made that decision, I think $40 into the ad. $40 into the ad, we are like, okay, these are the two that are performing and we're gonna eliminate the, all the other ones. We turned them all off. And then we went from 18 down to two. And those two, then we were just watching and then analyzing. And that's what we were doing, okay? Uh, so make sure you have variation. Next is you want to make sure you do market research as far as your demographics. So pay attention to the audience size, pay attention to the location, pay attention to their interests. So every ad platform is going to have their own uh, how they segment demographic. Um, audience size, you can't dictate that sometimes. Uh, it's going to be based off of like sex, age, location, interests, job titles, um, those are the main ones. Okay. And then the audience size will change. Now, disclaimer, things have changed because of, um, Apple's new updates to iOS 14.5 and they are no longer, Apple is no longer, uh, allowing tracking as they used to prior to iOS 14.14.5. And so that means that your audience size may not be true to what you're selecting. The audience size might actually look bigger or it might be smaller. And you're like, well, does it matter? It actually does matter. Your audience size does matter. Sometimes a smaller audience is going to cost you more money to run the ads versus a larger audience. Okay. The reason is that when it's smaller, it's more segmented and it's very granular. And you're like, these are the other people that I want. I want facility managers that are 45 years old that you know work for a retail company that are in Tennessee and that have a title, um, you know, facility manager director. You know, let's just, I'm just you know using an example. And then you're like, that comes out to be like two thousand people, and you think, man, I got to pay a lot of money for these for these you know potential people to, to click on my ad. Yeah, you do. But as soon as that person converts over, you're probably making a boatload of money. So that's what happens is that you know you get a researcher demographic so you got to know what your demo is what you're going after facebook is going to be a little different on how the demographics are set up versus linkedin and the same thing with google facebook has a lot of information though because they've captured the most information of all of them however google probably knows i've heard people say google knows more than what facebook does i don't know man whatever the case is they both know a lot about you okay and they know both know a lot about your future buyer Okay. All right. Now creating the ad copy. We talked about this briefly, but the ad copy is going to be like 
the verbiage that you see inside the body of the ad. You've got a headline in there, that sort of stuff, but like you want to create variety. Like I mentioned before, you want to create short, short, at short copy. You want to create long copy. Um, and so shorts that are just kind of like, uh, maybe it's a few sentences long. Maybe it's, it's, it's longer as far as like it tells a longer story. Some platforms will limit you as far as how long the copy is. Like Facebook, you can almost like put a blog in there. But then like LinkedIn, I think, I think you're limited on copy. I don't remember what the character is. So pay attention to your platforms. Google, definitely limited. Okay. But pay attention to what your copy is because then you have to tweak your copy to fit what those parameters are. Okay. And then um, you want to write where it's easy to read, where people can write, can read really quickly, you know, you know, scan, 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 scan. So how you were, how you were writing in grammar school or in college, okay, is not how you write now. You have to write where it's not like block walls of just words, because I can tell you right now, when I look at um, you know, like some ads or some people's posts and they don't put any space between like, you know, a few different thoughts. I'm like, Oh my God, I have a lot to read. This is, this is overwhelming. And I know some people are like, are you ridiculous? No, I'm not. Cause I'm trying to just get a blimp, a glimpse of what this is, what, what this is. So, so if I need to like actually, you know, uh, understand this entire thing, I'll take more time. So I like to write where I have one or two sentences that is like a quote unquote paragraph. And then space, one or two sentences, that's almost like a paragraph. At the most, maybe three sentences. That's it. That's how you write. You want to write choppy. So there's a saying that this guy that I follow called Dave Gerhart, where he says, you want to write choppy copy. Okay. So do you, you see how I, how I said that? You want to write choppy copy, period. Okay. Period. That's how I would talk. And that's how you want to write. So you also want to write how you talk. Um, and know how your people are talking too. So if you're doing marketing in the East Coast, you need to know your East Coast language. You need to know how they talk. If you're doing marketing in the Southeast, you need to know how the South people talk. Same thing, depending on no matter where you are, okay? And so copy should be choppy on how we just talk, okay? And and the other part is don't make your ads look all corporate-like. Okay, and you feel like, well, well, we have to be professional. We have to be different from everybody else. No, looking like everything else, because if you're writing very professional and you have very professional stuff on LinkedIn and it's like, it looks very professional, I mean, we're setting our business apart. You look the same as all the other ads that are on LinkedIn that are all very professional and, and very corporate like and that sort of stuff. You look the same, you don't look any different. Okay, so so if you're like, but we have, we have, this is what we're supposed to be. This is what we're supposed to look like. This is who we are. I don't really care. Your goal is to get someone to click on the fucking ad. And then your goal is to get that person to, you know, to go on to the next part and be like, oh, cool. I want to hear the story. You know what? I want to set an appointment. That's the goal. Okay, your goal isn't like, well, we have to have this professional image and we have to look a certain way and we have to be doing this a certain way. We only use these certain words and this is how we talk. No, you're marketing to people. You're not marketing to a corporation. You're marketing to a facility manager person that happens to work for a company. And that person that works for a company has to come to the boss with a story. And that story has to basically resonate and say, hey, these guys get us. Do you see what I'm saying? 
So they're not looking for like the corporate person. They're looking for the person that gets them. Tell them a story that they can relate to. Okay. Now the next part, I'm going into this tangent, man. I've covered a lot. This is crazy. Next part is um, the creative. The creative is going to be the images and, and the videos. The goal is to make people stop scrolling. That is the goal of social media when you're doing marketing, whether it's organic, whether it's paid, doesn't matter. Your goal is to get them to stop scrolling. So you got to make your ads catchy. Okay. You got to have weird images. And, and, and if I wish I could show you all these, these things I've done in the past. Like I, I remember when running one ad where I had a flip flop, you know, I was banging on the camera and be like, Hey, I'm trying to get your attention. I'm trying to get my foot in the door. I'm like, you get it? Foot in the door. And it was catchy. It was me with a flip-flop. And it's like, why the hell does this dude have a flip-flop on the camera? And so you're going to stop and you're going to listen. And then the goal of the ad was, is like, hey, we're going to, um, to the um, Connects conference in Orlando, Florida. I don't even know where it was. I'm just making that up right now. And, you know, I want to connect with you. Um, you know, looking forward to seeing you, whatever. That was the ad. That was all it was. That was the ad for the video, okay? And so you've got to create ads like that. You've got to create ads that are catchy. It's going to get people's attention. When you're creating video ads, 30 seconds, maybe to 90 seconds. Um, and you could research stats. Like just look up like, you know, how long should you run a video ad on Facebook or something like that? Like how long should you run a video ad on Facebook? I mean, we can probably type that right now. Let's see. should you run a video ad on Facebook? Uh, let's see, what do we pop up? Data box. Does this give me some insight? It says, generally speaking, which type of video ads tend to perform the best? Longer ads that are five minutes and above is 13, um, has a 13% performance. Uh, and then shorter ads that are less than five minutes is an 87% performance rate. This is on Facebook. Okay. So that tells you that less than five minutes is critical. Um, and it even breaks up even more stuff. I mean, this is good data. So there's another one. I've seen graphs on this before in the past. Images. No, I've seen graphs on here before. Anyways. What I'm saying is, is that there is data out there that you on how long you should run your ads. And it says, hey, if you're running a video ad on Facebook, this is the ideal window it is X seconds by X seconds. So try to stick with that because people are literally aggregating this data and they're spitting it out for a good reason. And so I would highly recommend making sure you 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 get that you run catchy ads that are um, that are cool, that are different, that are unique, that are like, man. This is crazy. What the hell is this guy doing? That stand out. You need to be different from everybody else. So don't try to be this corporate like, we're very professional. We'll take care of you. You know what? Everyone else says the same flipping thing. They say they're professional and they'll take care of you. They all say the same thing. Be different. Okay? I mean, I can't tell you how many ads I see that I'm like, man, that was a really good ad. And I take screenshots. I'm trying to see if I can find some. I'm just gonna tell you, there's one. Oh, it was Wild Turkey. It was an ad that says like, let me see if I can find it. 
Here we go. Here's one. It's a shoe. And it says, they're not cheap. And it's literally just a picture of a shoe. It's true. $129, a lot of money. Especially for shoes. Yes, we could make them cheaper. But if we did, if but if we did that, they'd be cheap. They wouldn't last as long as they do. They wouldn't be made of the best materials on the planet. They wouldn't come in quarter sizes and fit to your feet perfectly. They wouldn't be as comfortable. They wouldn't be atoms. So it's safe to say atoms will never be cheap. And that's a good thing because you'll always get what you pay for. And it's a simple ad. And it's a shoe. And you're like, well, why the hell would you pay so much for a shoe? And they explain it and they tell a story and they're, and they're, that's it. And the offer is, is like, we're going to keep making shoes like this. That's one of them. There's another one that was good, was wild turkey one. Here we go. Found it. There are always less expensive bourbons. There are also thinner steaks and smaller cars. And this is a wild turkey ad. Like, th- that's good. It's a catchy. Okay. And it's just an image. But what I'm saying is that it has a strong hook, strong story, and a strong offer all within that, okay? So think about that. Look at other brands out there that get your attention and model what they're doing. Look at other companies that are outside of the facility management world that are doing something. You're like, man, this was good, and model it. I do that a lot. I don't copy there's a saying, good, good artists copy, great artists steal. And so the same thing goes for marketing. Good marketers copy, great artists, or sorry, great marketers steal. I model my stuff from other people. I model my stuff from other companies and brands that are outside of the face, space that I'm trying to target. So I can stand out and be different. And that's what you're trying to do. Try to understand that, you know, the purpose of how you're running these ads is really there's there's a reason. It's to get them to, you know, believe in your brand. It's to get them to go to your website. It's to get them to, to set an appointment. Whatever those three things are. And and you can't you can't do that if you if you're trying to stand out as this like, well, we're professional. Well, so is the other company down the street. Okay, or we've been around for since 1977. So has the other company down the street, you know, or, or our CEO used to be an HVAC technician and he's by trade. So is the other company down the street. No one cares about those sort of things. Tell them a story that people care about. Making them offer that people are like, man, this was flipping good. I want this. Okay. So use that. I hope this was helpful. Um... I had fun talking about this. This was cool. Anyway, all right. I'll talk to you guys. Oh, no. I got to do my closing because in one other episode, I totally spaced them saying this. Do me a favor. Get on. Get on. Uh, if you're listening to this on, on Apple on Apple Podcast, please give us a five-star review. It would... I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep saying this, okay? At least for the first 12 episodes. Well, now in this case, I have to do 13 because I skipped one of the episodes. I don't even know which one it was. But please give us a five-star review. I would really greatly appreciate if you just take two seconds after this podcast and just scroll down five stars. And if you want to give us a review really quick, cool. I would, that would mean the world to me. All right. Next thing, share this, share this with other people. Okay. Um, I know, you know, 
I talk a certain way on this podcast. I present myself a certain way on this podcast. I am not for everybody and I'm okay with that. Okay. If, if we're not compatible, I'm not offended. Okay. I am for the people that like my messaging. I've had people say like, I love the way you, you communicate. I love the way you, you're just very blunt and to the point. That's me. That's kind of how I am. And that's just what it is, you know? So, you know, but if, if you like, you like what I'm telling you and you like the stories and you like the concepts and you like what I'm teaching you, cool. Then please share this with somebody. Let them actually learn more about this. You know, um, what's the saying where, you know, all, all boats rise when the tide, all boats, all boats rise as the tide rises. I don't know. Um, all boats. I forget. You get what I'm saying. We're trying to make this facility management world grow. We're trying to get it to where um, these these B2B companies are running marketing a certain way. And I want, the other part is I want facility management companies to look at marketing as a business function as opposed to someone that just coordinates and just handles Facebook, you know, social or social media posts and does like PR stuff here and there. Like I want a company to like look at marketing as a business function, like, like finance, like sales, like operations, like HR. Those are business functions. I want facility management companies to have a position open for some sort of leadership position for marketing. That's my goal. Okay. Because there's some marketing geniuses out there. They're really smart and they're not getting a, a seat at the table. Okay. Because of the industry. And I think that I'm not, I'm not knocking facility management industry. What I'm trying to say is that there's opportunity out there to open up and be one of those people who be like, hey, marketing sits at our table because we value it. Okay. Marketing sits at our table because we need this. This is what sets us apart. Marketing sits at our table because they tell our company's story. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help this industry where, where marketing has an opportunity to actually tell the true story of your company, of your brand, so that facility managers aren't like, well, all the companies have all been around for a long time. No, they're like, I like this guy's story. I like her story. I can relate with her. She's great. He's amazing. And this is why. You see what I'm saying? So instead of just people doing business with like with the same companies, they're doing business with companies that they relate with. That's my goal. So if you can please give me a five-star review and share this, that would be super duper awesome. Connect with me on LinkedIn. All right. I'm on LinkedIn, linkedin.com slash in slash Javier Lozano Jr. Or just do a search. You will find me. You must put my full name in there. Connect to me there. Um, let me know what you think about the podcast. And if you have questions, if you like, hey, Javier, I want you to talk about this topic. Cool. I'll talk about the topic. I'm happy to do that. Uh, it better be in marketing because that's kind of what I like doing. It's, it's, my, it's my thing, you know, so to so do that and hope you guys have an amazing day. Talk to you guys later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going 
going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, which are facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a great one.